Hello and welcome to Mind Mysteries. Now, if you are new to here, I am so glad that you decided to click on this podcast. And if you have been here since the first podcast or a different one, then I'm so glad that you are sticking with me and listening to all my podcasts. I know it's not been very, I've not been very like consistent, but you know, being a student, it's not easy to post weekly, but I'm trying and the fact that more and more people seem to be listening every week, it really makes me happy of what I'm doing and really encourages me to do more. So I am so grateful for everybody who is listening to this podcast right now. So let me get right into what we're going to be talking about today. Today we will be talking about the left and right hemisphere of the brain, but more so on if it is true that people are either left-brained or right-brained. Now, before I go into is is it true, first let me talk about what it really means to be either right-brained or left-brained, because there are some truth to it, but I'll get into that. So, what it means to, what the left hemisphere means is, in the left hemisphere, so how it works is your brain is divided into two different hemispheres, and in the middle of it is the corpus callosum, which is this, like, fiber tissue thing that bridges the connections between the two sides. The two sides are actually very separated. If you actually looked at a brain, it is very interesting. How it works is as the brain goes, like, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, the bottom is, like, really close to each other, but as it goes, like, more upward, they're more spread apart. So, like, the corpus callosum is holding it down on the bottom while the two hemispheres are kind of, like, spread out. So you could, like, place something in the middle. It's like there's a gap, but it's bridged with the corpus callosum. But... Let me just get on to what I'm talking about because, you know, I could just sit here and try to explain it, but it'd be easiest if I could show you guys an image. So I will try to find a clear and good image of the brain from the top view, and I will put that on my Instagram. And as always, you can always look there to get more understandings of what I'm talking about more visually. So let me just stop all this talking and just get right into it. So... The left hemisphere is more of analytic thoughts and logic and more of language and reasoning and mainly like that's where science, math, and written stuff is done. It's a lot of like number skills. And if you did not know this, the left hemisphere actually controls the right side of the body. So when you are right-handed, it's actually your left hemisphere that is controlling your hand. Now, if now, um, you're on your right hemisphere, that is more of your art awareness and your creativity, and it's where your imagination comes from, and your insight, and your holistic thought, and your musical awareness, your 3D forms, and as the left hemisphere controls the right side, the right hemisphere controls the left side of your body. Now, When I say that there's been a myth about left and right brained is that people believe that if you are creative, then it automatically means that you're right brained and then you only use your right side more and you are not good at math instantly. But that's not true because in this world, we don't only have mathematicians or artists. There are so many other people. So it cannot be true that there is a left brain or a right brain. 
Now, it is true that your left brain is involved in more thinking parts while your right is more in creative parts like I listed earlier. But it has like gone a little too far with this whole you are left brained or you are right brained. So because what happens is when things are going through the information of like it stays it starts out in the scientific community where a scientist does a research and finds out a piece of information then it heads out to the public and where people would find out that information and sometimes that bridge connection between those two can sometimes be misinterpreted and something could happen that starts a big old myth like what happened before so i want to clarify what it really means so this is how this all started it started way back in the 19th centuries and it happened when doctors realized that the two halves of the brain are not identical because before they thought that it was the same thing they they were the same cortexes and it was all same and then in 1961 a neurobiologist named roger walcott sperry uh sorry if i said that wrong tried to figure it out And once, try to figure it out all, once and for all. So with his graduate student, Michael Gaziana, I'm sorry, I like, I do not know how to pronounce it exactly, but him and uh, his graduate student tried to understand what, like, tried to understand what was happening and what is the differences. So on their path to changing the ways that the neuroscientist community thinks about the left and right hemisphere, they had a little bit of a, like, they started a big myth, basically. And what happened was they they both studied, well, mainly um, Sparrow, he studied, um, like, epilepsy. And during, like, one procedure that that like patients with epilepsy have to go through is they have to do this um one surgery type of thing and it's where they have to cut the um like like the middle the columbsum right the corpus columbsum they have to cut it in half and divide the two hemispheres now it does sound like oh my gosh what's gonna happen like you can't just divide the brain it is very you know fragile but it's actually not as bad because although it will result in memory like hard to like remember things and memory loss but it's better than having seizures all the time so that is what they studied so they wanted to know since they were already treating these patients and learning more about this they wanted to learn more in depth about what it is that is happening inside those two hemispheres so they wanted they both created a test and now they had to do a test which would only test one side of the brain so of course they had to do if they were testing the right side they would have to do a if they're trying to see something on the left side they'd have to do a test on the right side of like vision wise because like it was a vision test but it's not as easy as closing your right eye to show your left side and get to your right brain i know that's pretty confusing but what i'm saying is you can't just cover your eye and be like oh now this brain would go into here so what they did is they had 
all these people, the test subjects, look at the middle of the screen while they flashed really quickly an image on either the left or the right side. So if they were trying to get the left side to be tested, they would do it on the right side, like I said before. So the image would be so fast that both sides would not be able to see what it was. So what he found out was if the image was displayed on the left side, so it was going to the right brain, they found the subjects noticed the image, but they couldn't exactly label it. So for example, if the object that they flashed was a key, then the left the, I'm sorry, the right hemisphere knew it was a shiny object, but they couldn't come up with the word key. They're like, oh, I see something shiny, but I don't know what it's called. So it was clear that it had to be processed by the left side in order to get the language part. So he kept on testing this theory with similar tasks and eventually found a pattern. Language and calculation seem to be done on the left and on the left side, and spatial reasoning on the right. But over time, his this became simplified into logic. Left equals left equals logic, and creativity equals the right. But simplifying is obviously never good when it comes to something as complex as the brain. So. Spiri's research was very important at the time, and it was a very big thing. So. He won, He was actually awarded the Nobel Prize, but his research became generalized too much. And in the nineteen seventy three, in nineteen seventy three, there was in the New York Times Magazine there was an article titled "We Are Left Brained or Right Brained," and it described Sperry's research in an oversimplified terms. Then more and more came out. And it turned into a myth rather than being an actual fact. So everybody was making up this thing being like, oh, because of what he said, it's logic is on the right, then creativity is on the left. So then everybody came up with, they started making their own idea from this basic information. They took it into something way bigger and just changed the whole concept of it. Now, there are two different things going around like in the world, like you are left or right brained or your left and right brain controls two different things. Now, the true one is your left and right brain controls two different things. And it was actually his theory on brain laterization, which brain laterization is the tendency for some natural functions to be specialized in one side of the brain, in one side or another, whichever the task may be. But it doesn't mean that you are one-sided than the other. And they actually did further research into this. Like there is this specific scan where they can see where your blood flow has been most like in that area while you are at a resting state. And where your brain blood is, it's where it's most used. Now people were like, oh, it's a it's not like People were like, oh, maybe if they're left brain, they'll have it more on the, I'm mean, if they're creative, they'll have it more on the left, the right side, and then, you know, like that. But it wasn't true because although there were spots all over, it was because there were specific things in that area that you use a lot. So like you would light up the area of language and speech because you're always talking. It doesn't mean you're automatically a mathematician or something. It just you use that part. So... I'm just going to end it on this because this 
episode has already been longer than any of my other episodes. But I hope you guys learned something new and now you can take this information and help others understand that if you ever see somebody being like, oh, I'm left brain or right brain and help them understand what it actually means. So thank you again for listening and see you guys next time. Bye.